What up? What's going on, folks? Welcome, everybody, to Shut Up, Let's Talk, episode 71, featuring JC Rivas today of you Unoya. Know How are you, my man? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Familiar face. Well, familiar face to me, actually. I've been on your podcast, The yeah. Throne. Yeah, well, you know, you have been on. It was a very dope fucking episode. So I appreciate you returning the favor and having me on here. It was fun. The fun part was because I listened to, you know, previous episodes of the show. The fun part was listening to my episode. As soon as I as soon as I listened to it, the music that came in, it was like all this bass. It was it was my music, but I just I laughed because all the 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 intro music you put is like always metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, this is a different vibe for 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 the throne tonight. Well, yeah, it, it cool. started as uh, something where I had mainly metal artists, and that's basically because that's any that's everyone that I knew. <laughs> as far as I knew, I wanted to do a show where I interview other artists, and all the artists that I knew happened to be metal musicians. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were all your friends. I mean, I used my friends as guinea pigs for the podcast for the first exactly. year. Oh, my God. Jose, wherever you are, man, I'm telling you, that's that, that Jose, that's, if you watch the first season... Quote unquote. Yeah, if you watch that, yeah, lots and lots of me and Jose having conversations. (laughs) I think we even ate pizza on the show once. Really? To talk about pineapple, if it belongs or not, dude. That sounds like such a fucking fun time. Yeah, it was, and it it was, and still is. You know what I mean? And and even now, you know, like I had, I I came over your place and I saw your setup. First of all, yeah. First of all, JC, thank you for coming on to shut up. Let's talk episode seventy one. Hey, thank you everybody for having a great. uh, I hope you're having a great night so far. Yeah. Tell us about you, man. Who are you, brother? What do you do? Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not anything special. You know, Uh, I play. (laughs) No, I play the drums, and you know, yeah, we're a progressive metal band out of Hollywood. Uh, Florida, not California. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. We 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 have a a different sound, and I've played the drums since I was like twelve. I, I always wanted to play percussion, but in middle school and whatnot, everyone wanted to do percussion, so they pushed the kids that are like on the brink to like play other stuff because I wanted to play sax too, and they're like, "Yeah, go try and play the sax," and then they're like, "Ah, but you're not that good, so play the clarinet." And so I ended up playing an instrument that I don't want to fucking play. They were moving you around the woodwind or the or the, the woodwinds. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Saxophone is pretty cool. You didn't like it? No, no, no. The thing is that they have like a testing for all the kids that oh. are in band. The first year you go, you're sixth grade, so you come in, and if you want to play a woodwind instrument like a sax, they'll have the mouthpiece, uh, the mouthpiece, mouthpiece. The mouse pizza. They'll have the mouthpiece yeah. of a woodwind instrument, usually a sax or a clarinet, and they'll ask you to blow on it because you oh. get a sound. Basically, just to see your technique and whatnot and okay. the power at which you're blowing. And from that, they determine whether or not you play sax, uh, alto sax, baritone sax, uh, or clarinet. And so they were like, oh, well, your wind isn't that powerful, so you should play the clarinet. And I was like, okay. Sounds like an Avatar episode. It's this bullshit. Yeah. Your wind is <laughs> the trials. Your wind. 
this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so basically per- it's that. To the percussion with you, boy. To the, no, I wanted percussion, but the yeah. line for percussion was out the fucking door. <laughs> because everyone who's in band that's like, oh, I'm not. I'm just here for the easy A. I'll hit some shit. Let me play percussion. So. Yeah, easy A, right? No. <laughs> it shouldn't be, right? If yeah. you suck, then maybe transfer out or something. Yeah. Or yeah. take it serious and learn. You know what I mean? True, 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 true. But, yeah, so percussion was too many people wanted to do it. So I never got a chance to do it in middle school, but when I was, like, 12, I got a drum set for Christmas because I told my mom that I wanted to play drums and stuff. So she hooked it up one year, and I sucked ass forever. And Don't we all? Yeah, at anything, right? Yeah, that's part of the fun. I tell people, people if you're not having fun being terrible for a little while, then it's really not for you. That's exactly the truth. Yeah, and I think what makes us human and what makes – I think one of the coolest things about people is that we we can just push ourselves to do the same thing every day. And it's it's just weird that we just will get better. You just will. And if you don't, then, you know, move on. But, yeah. <laughs> but you probably will, though. Like, If you don't see any right. progress in like six months, come on. Yeah, no, for sure. Have a conversation with yourself at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and that is something I never – I never gave that – Exclusively to humans, you know what I mean. True, true. Well, yeah, that's true. Animals. I mean, look at my cat. My cat has become a killing machine. It, it wasn't overnight. <laughs> it was not overnight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Seabass Diaz in the chat says, "JC, my boy, what's going on, man? Thank oh. you for hanging out tonight, dude." Hey, shout out to to Seabass, man. He's been on my show a couple times. He's no way. he's got a cool project, Division of Void. Shout out to them. But um, check out his episodes. Yeah, yeah, awesome guy. So, yeah, the they had me fucking play the clarinet. I bought a drum set. I, I had a couple lessons for two weeks, but I never felt like the drum teacher was actually engaged. I always felt like he was bored. Like, oh, I'm here teaching this fucking kid who doesn't know shit. You know what I mean? I always, I don't know. I didn't feel like he. I was like he wanted to teach me. Maybe so he I, didn't. Maybe he was miserable. A lot of teachers are frustrated, unfortunately, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and and it's a thing that I was, you know, my mom was paying for. So it's like, why am I going to be here wasting my mom's money with True. someone that is not teaching me shit when I can go home and fucking teach myself? So. Truth. I went home and what I did was just learn covers and my cousin Lennon grew up with me playing guitar so we would learn covers and play together and that was the funnest fucking thing was when Lennon came over with his fucking little lunchbox amp and we jammed the fuck out of my room to like welcome to the jungle or whatever dude oh it was the best times or paranoid dude like easy fucking or walk was like the first song I learned on the drums like oh, Pantera! Yeah, Pantera's "Walk" for anybody that doesn't know, that's one of the, the that's one of the starter, that's one of the, that's one of the, the the hits, man. That's a great fucking song. Uh, and "Vulgar Display of Power" is one of the fucking dopest metal albums if ever. If you're made. a jam band, yeah, yeah. If you're a jam band or if you're just jamming jamming in the beginning of your instrument days, "Walk" is the tune, guys. Learn that one. Real easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even on guitar, yeah, anyone can learn that intro. Well, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> we all skip the solo. All right. I I keep the beat. Is what happens. So let's back up a little bit. So your mom bought you a drum set. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. those are now those are not cheap, man. It was six hundred bucks. That's and at for what year a roof percussion. GP man, oof. <laughs> Yo, but it came with two cymbals with hi hats. Uh, it was a five piece kit. It was black. You know, I really liked the color of it. But yeah, it was a beginner kit. 
the funny thing is, it lasted me all the way till I was in Unoya. Oh, I took. I ended up taking. That's that. amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, you change the heads on it. You buy new symbols. You can make a drum set. You upgrade it. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you're resourceful like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to make with what I had, man. Same um, here, man. That, that's how I came up in music as well. Yeah. It, before I even got to New Unoya uh, in high school, junior year. Unoya, sorry, that's your band. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us about Unoya real quick. Hey, shout out to Alex, Brian, uh, Dave, Vince, and Malik. You guys are awesome bandmates, and I wouldn't trade those guys for the world. Um, and though those are my boys, and I, I joined up with them in uh, like 2016, I want to say, like May around that year. And they told me to learn Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. But like the okay. live O2 version or some shit where it's like eight minutes long because the solo. Yeah, eight the, minutes? Yeah, because the solo is like five minutes long or some shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So they're like, learn this specific version. And I was like, okay, cool. I already know Comfortably Numb. So all I have to do is add drum fills and stuff to a guitar solo, which is easy enough. So I came through and we played that song and they're like, dude, yeah, like the chemistry's there and shit. Um, like, and they started showing me their material right there and they're like, what do you think of this song? Like, you think you could learn this? And I just started. I think the first song they showed me was a minor setback. The first song on the on the new EP we just dropped. Okay, of you the wanna, same you title. Play that really quick, or do you um, want to wait, or do you? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, not at the moment. Maybe uh, a little bit later. Yeah. So t- the music. What, what type of music? How would you describe the sound of Unoya? Yeah, um, there's, you know, no one likes to put themselves in a box. No, I talk about this uh, on my podcast, but it's yeah, true. I would say like progressive metal, you know what I'm saying? There, there's elements of everything, man. We, uh, If you listen to our new EP, A Minor Setback, we have a fucking recorder solo. Oh, man. On the closing track. That's like, what's up. That's, I thought of Iron Maiden when I heard... That's the sound I got, man. Yeah, Iron that's Maiden. that's like a power metal sound, I think, right? That's yeah, what they are. Absolutely, yeah. And that's that's I don't know, man. When I was listening to the tunes, I was like, this this first thing I thought of was Iron Maiden for some reason. It's a very there's just, the vibe is just there. I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't have, it doesn't sound exactly like it, but it's 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 very no, good. No, I what feel I'm you. To say. Well, and Dave it's, it's loves very harmonic. The guitars are very very nice and harmonic. Like the the chords are very good. Like the vocals are done very nicely. It's it's. It's a different kind of metal. Well, yeah, actually, a lot of the vocals were me, Alex, and Vince harmonizing. So the ah, vocals are three-layer so harmonies. You're on the vocals, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do the highs. You're a singing drummer. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, man. That's, the extra valuable ones. <laughs> well, but, but, <laughs> The one percenters. Dude, I, the, I sang uh, Numb by Linkin Park at like my fifth grade talent show. Oh, I can feel you there. So yes. I was, <laughs> What a tune. What a tune. Yeah, dude. I love that song. That's a great fucking song. And the kids knew the words and stuff. So I, I learned that in middle school on the guitar at the same time you were playing it probably I was learning it on the guitar that's probably, funny as another, fuck yeah, in my the, bedroom the sad part is that's still probably the biggest crowd I've ever played <laughs> it's cool as a way to go I guess I could say the same thing what's going on Steve how are you brother uh, shout out to Steve Steve in the chat uh, Steve says how many people Carrie, we, go to sleep. we got about seven people hanging out in that's the chat cool. right now shout out to all you people yeah for sure all you peeps hanging out in the chat cheers to you guys uh, what are you drinking tonight my man a good water a I'm nice, drinking refreshing. Dasani even though it's supposedly uh, tap water but 
I drink tap water anyway. So. People complain about Dasani a lot, man. People like that's like uh, on the internet. It's known as like the the meme. It's known as like it's the worst water. Well, that's the thing. So I wonder you why. just tried the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, you handed yeah. me this, this water. water is unacceptable. He <laughs> <laughs> just he empties it out and then just dips in the toilet and just starts drinking that. He's yeah, like, this oh, is the yeah. same thing. It's this is way thing. better. Yeah, this is, this, this, is, is, this is, might be cleaner. In this fact. is real water. Uh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> What's going on, John? What's going on in the chat, my brother, man? Let me. Drop a word up. But yeah, um anyway. I joined yes. up GP with uh you know in twenty sixteen. But before that what I did was learn a lot of covers and um you know, when you learn covers you kinda pick up little things here and there from whoever you're learning from. Let's say you're learning Nirvana covers and stuff. You pick up habits that Dave Grohl has because you're you're learning songs the way Dave Grohl played them. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? You're trying to hit the drums the way he did it on the record, yeah. Or right, right. If you want to if you're a perfectionist I, I, like I am about that absolutely. shit, about learning covers and stuff, especially the songs you really like. You yeah. try to capture the feeling. Right. So you're going to pick up tendencies from them. So uh, learning Metallica songs and Pantera songs and shit like that, you pick up stuff and eventually I kind of made it into my own flavor incorporating everything. But my favorite drummer of all time is The Rev, who uh, died in uh, 2009, December 28th. The uh, Reverend of uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, and, you know, he's a singing drummer. He's a uh, great drummer, too. He's a he's a great drummer. You know what's funny? Even back in the day, because I mean, obviously opinion. everybody makes fun of Avenged Sevenfold. Everybody knows that they're like a meme band at this point. I don't know yeah, why. I don't know. I don't think either. they're that bad. Like, why are they looked at as like the Nickelback of metal for some reason? Like, what is that? Well, I don't, I don't know. Get it. For me to hear and say, oh, people are just hating or whatever. Is it because is. Of I think the it goes deeper the than makeup? that. Maybe I think it's because they were a metalcore band. They had a lot of screams, and that was like the focal point of their first two albums. But they made a conscious decision that they want to go half scream and half vocals on the second album and then completely stray away and go full clean vocals on the third album. And when they did that, people hopped off the bandwagon, basically, because a lot of people were the diehard metalcore people. There's a lot of people that tell me, oh, Avenged Sevenfold sucks, except for the first two albums. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everyone likes a heavier sound and shit. Everyone likes that more underground sound, but by the third record, they were signed to Warner Brothers. And, you know, once people go big, people see them as sellouts or whatever, and they Avenged started Sevenfold, to- for anybody that doesn't know, was some of the biggest hits. They had Unholy Confessions. Was that the name of the song? Yeah, and that's on their second album. Yeah, that was, yeah they had that big song. They had Bat Country. Bat Country's on the third album. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't know any other songs. Uh, Nightmare, Afterlife was a good song hits, yeah. off the fourth a lot, album. They had some songs, man. They made... But you know what? I think that's where the problem was. I think they, it became like a Metallica situation where you right. could tell Avenged Sevenfold was making money. Exactly. And I think at, at some point people saw them making money and they were like, ugh. <laughs> like, right, I, I agree. My band should be making money. Right. I, I th- And, you know, you can boil that to say, oh, it's, I keep spinning this. It's entertaining. But it, <laughs> you could boil it down to saying, oh, it's just hate. But I like delving more deep into it like we yeah, just absolutely. did now. Yeah, and I think it goes back to that. Like people who have their own band or like a band necessary that they think is better than Avenged Sevenfold but isn't doing as good as Avenged Sevenfold and they're like oh Avenged Sevenfold sucks because my the band that I like isn't as popular as them and they're way better uh, the, people have that mentality about a lot of shit um Honestly, like when I was younger, the reason I don't like Megadeth was because of the whole Dave Mustaine beef with Metallica. Like, oh, I like Metallica, so I must hate Megadeth. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. People really want you to pick sides, right? It's really weird. Like, right. With, so in it's the like, metal world, it works like that. Like, it's funny that that hip hop doesn't really work like that. Like, rap, the rap world doesn't really, like, 
I don't know. If you listen to like Cisco, maybe they'll make fun of you. You know what I mean? People but when get called like, old heads and stuff for listening to like yeah, oh, yeah, 90s yeah. Never music. But then, but then you have to, yeah, I guess you have to be a shit talker in general just for, right. to get that type of like mentality out. Because at the end of the day, it's like they were both just metal bands, you know? Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, what's just, they're just bands, man. Like, people like to, you know what it is? Sometimes people just aren't satisfied with the fun they get from listening to these amazing records. So instead, they have to make their own little game of like, let's make a hierarchy, you know, of fans. Right. right. Let's let's call some people lame for liking bands, and let's ca- let's call some people awesome because they like the shit that I like. Right. 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 So and there's weird. a lot of elitism in it. Yes. I think it's very elitist, man. And that's something that I notice a lot. I've met. A ton of awesome fucking people um, gigging around South Florida and Central Florida. But I've also met a lot of people that don't listen to anything but metal. And anything that's not metal is ass. And it's like, these are the same people that will tell you to have an open mind about shit. And, And, like, how do you expect people to listen to your music? That's super heavy and shit And has a lot of growls and vocals and stuff That's not necessarily in the mainstream But then like you just shit on anything that's not that Or that's not pop punk Or shit that you like You know what I mean There's a lot of people that I know that just generalize Anything that's not metal as not good Or or all rap as untalented You know what I mean yeah, yeah, because they, like I said, it's it's an unsatisfaction with people. I don't, get I don't it. understand it. I don't get it. I've never really subscribed to that whole like stick to one genre thing. I, honestly, growing up, my favorite band was Linkin Park for a while because with Linkin right. Park, I was like, I get all these genres in one place. I'd like that about them the most. So that was that was my thing. Yeah. yeah, they were one of the dopest bands to do it too because you know Limp Bizkit came along and stuff, but Linkin Park, like they just did it so fucking tastefully. Yeah, and you know what? The uh, the audio engineering on those albums, I listened to some of those albums today. Yeah. Right? And I listened to the audio engineering, and I, I was listening to Nookie by Limp Biscuit, and man, that song is mixed really well. Really, really well. Yeah. Uh, it's not a good song. <laughs> but, but the mixing on the song is so good like man I, I, with the amount of distortion that they're working with and the detuned uh, sound that they were working with at that time it's just the way that they worked that sound was just amazing man, nice clear loud over compressed just as beautifully loud distorted sound yeah you know, really nice clean work man uh i listen to the, the that audio engineering and i listen to lincoln park and it's the same thing man ah, it's delicious really, right it's it, 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 it ah. makes me go italian on them. yeah that fucking eh, a, little, eh. a little bit of that right there who we got in the chat right now uh what up p who we got out here uh, uh shout so out Bass in the chat says rust in peace Woo. hey hey yeah rest in peace the rev man uh rest Art. in pigness menza nick menza that guy's awesome shout out to sammy uh, yo, man, everyone who's hanging out right now, thank John you John in the so chat much. says Megadeth, though. Megadeth <laughs> is amazing, man. That guitar work in Megadeth is just, like, the jam, dude. Look, oh, I will goodness. give Megadeth all the credit in the world. They're, they're super fucking talented. Dave Mustaine is an incredible guitar player, but I don't like Megadeth. The vocals make me laugh a lot. I don't like the vocals, and I don't like that Dave Mustaine is, like, known to be a dick. Yeah, right? What's that one story where he broke somebody's legs? What? Yeah, like, somebody, like tried him at a bar or something like that and dave mustaine broke somebody's legs did he like bash him with his guitar or something i don't know what he did I, like apparently like <laughs> I, I don't know apparently dave mustaine just gets down like that but yeah like he he's yeah he just gets he, down he, like breaking people's legs mafia style he, yeah it's like batman arkham asylum like just went nuts <laughs> on him yeah it just, i think he just went ham sandwich on somebody he grabbed the bat 
Yeah, something just, happened. Jesus. Uh, no, I, don't, I never heard that story about Dave Mustaine, but there's a lot of musicians that are known to be dicks, and it's kind of hard to, I don't know. Like Ingrid Malmsteen. He's a monster guitar player. Yeah, but he's a monster douchebag, too. I, heard, I hear. Right. But What's that? Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to, once enough people say you're a douche, I think it's a rap on that, right? Yeah, it's like cemented in history. <laughs> you know what's the funny thing? Uh, Ingwe, so Ingwe Malmsteen, for anybody that doesn't know, he's a Swedish guitar player that came up in the 80s as this, like, he basically does, like, Sebastian Bach type of stuff, but on the guitar, uh, just as, you know, it's called neoclassical. Oh, shit. And he's based out of Miami, actually. Yeah. He lives here. Which is really is funny. He lives. He lives in Aventura. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and nice. he actually says Miami is his favorite place on the planet. He says the weather, the food, and I think he might have said the women. He said are the best. Like, I that was can't an even lie. That was an interview. I can't even disagree with that, man. <laughs> you know, the whole time I lived here, I didn't go to South Beach till last year. Wow, I never been. Well, one day I was just bored, bro. Oh shit! That was one day I was just bored, and I was like, "Fuck it, let me head South Beach. I want to like look at Star Island and all that fuck shit." How and was it? it was awesome, dude. I just parked my car and walked around. Dude, I went to the Keys for the first time a couple years ago. Yeah, amazing. I never I went. I was like, I've been missing out. For, I never it's went. Nice. They, is it like beaches and shit, or you need a boat? No, man. You could just chill. It's like it's like a. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. An outdoor mall almost, but everything is cool. And they got like a guitar shop there, and there's like all this cool shit. And people there are so nice, man. Really? Everybody's drunk off their ass. Yeah, and everybody's. I had a hat on, and like, I think I counted probably 15 or 18 people, I believe, actually told me I had a nice hat that night. <laughs> there was a lot <laughs> of people that, that kept telling me I had a nice hat. So, that's yeah, an interesting. A lot of nice people there. And may, or maybe the hat was just that nice. I don't know. I don't, I don't what, know. what fucking hat was this? It was. Oh, it's in my car right now. Oh man! But yeah, can you describe it, it in detail? It, it is like it kind of looks like an Indiana Jones cowboy hat. Oh man! Well, I'd compliment the fuck out of that hat too. <laughs> is it genuine leather? A good hat. Good. No, it's not. It's it's like some like it's some material that does not breathe well and it makes me very itchy. But <laughs> but it looks good. <laughs> hey, if it's I a guess. good look, that's what matters, bro. Oh man, I feel you on that. So, so let's let's hear it back. Uh, who who's in the chat? Oh, Sammy Joe in the chat. Yeah, Shout out to Sammy, she's awesome. Thank you. Man. The Coven, the Coven is her band. They're a punk band. I had them on my podcast recently. Actually, awesome. So check episode out the Coven. Sixty-eight, I think. Episode sixty-eight. Check out the Coven, guys. I'll, I'll be checking that episode out as well. Yeah, yeah. They they have an awesome uh, EP. It's called Fire. Awesome. Uh, uh, but best. yeah, I, let me tell you a story, bro. Yes, please. Um, when I was seventeen, or um, the day after I turned seventeen. It's June 3rd, so the school year is ending, and I had a really cool chemistry teacher that year, and uh, his name was Mr. Acosta. Shout out to Mr. Acosta. He's awesome. Uh, and he was like 27, and at the time, I'm 16. I'm a junior, so you know the age gap is not that much, and so he was like, oh, yeah, man, I used to longboard, and when I still have my boards and stuff, and I was like, oh, man, at the time, I, I like skateboarding and shit, and I was like, oh, man, I want to be cool, you know what I'm saying, with Mr. Acosta, you know, he's a cool teacher and shit, so I was like, bring the boards, bro, like, he's like, all right, man, so he brought his board one day, bro, and he's like, oh, man, I'll teach you how to pump, man, so, like, you ever longboarded? No. All right, so this is what you do, when you take a couple kicks and whatnot, um, you, like, there's, there's a way you can, like, move your body, almost like you're hula hooping. Uh, and it makes you like go faster, like with the the momentum. Like there's a, so you don't have to kick your foot anymore. It's oh, called cool. pumping. So it's kind of like you, like you're surfing Whoa. on a longboard, specifically on longboards. Rad. But you know when you're pumping, you're going side to side, and you have to like really work that shit. It's a so. very sexual conversation. 
Hey, well, hey, you know what I'm saying? No. So I'm longboarding. <laughs> yes. And uh, I take a couple kicks, man, and I'm getting in my rhythm and shit. I do one really good. I'm feeling myself, dog. You know what I'm saying? Turn around, and I'm coming Hanging on the lap ten. back. You know what I'm saying? So I take a couple extra kicks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go extra fast on this <laughs> one, bro. I'm going to go super fast on this one because Mr. Coast is standing right there. He got some girls with him and whatnot. So I'm like, I'm about to kill this about junk. show out. Right? Yeah. So... I'm fucking. Oh, let me let me show let me show these let me show this boy. I know how to pump, man. So I start hitting it side to side, side to side, and I I lost my footing, bro. Oh no! And I ate it, and like, but the way I ate it was like I fell, and like this is my right leg, and so all my force landed on the. Let's 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 give him the zoom in on that one. (laughs) All all my force landed on the right leg and like twisted because I was going side to side. So I fucking ate it, fell out and shit, and Ouch. I'm laying there, and I know something's wrong, but I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? And Mr. Costa walks over. He's like, ah, get up, man. You're fine. You're fine. And I knew I wasn't fine, right? So I get up, and I try and put, like, weight on my leg, and I just saw it. I saw, like, my knee go into itself, like, into this way and i was like something's fucked up dude so security came over and like gave me a golf cart right to the front uh where my ride was waiting and shit and on the way home i was like yeah i need to go to the hospital so i get taken to the hospital and luckily i was 17 like i said i turned 17 the day before so it was a day after my birthday and i'm like man this is the most excruciating pain i've ever felt and i'm sitting there and they're like well we we got to give you an MRI. Luckily, we don't have, like, anyone using the MRI today, so it's open. So we can get you an MRI, like, right now. And okay. I was like, okay, I have insurance. Fuck it. Let's let's get an MRI. So they give me the MRI and shit, and I get out, and they give me some badass news, bro. Tell me. Uh, they tell me I tore my ACL, my ah! MCL, and a meniscus all in my right knee. Two acronyms and a thing that sounds like a booger. What? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, okay. So that's an ACL dude. is in. No. Okay, no, you know no, what that is. That, those are like career-ending uh, injuries, right there. Okay, yeah. for for like sports players and stuff. Yeah, like those no, are it's those are all bad, basically. Awful. Wow, dude. So that's ACL, terrible. MCL, and a meniscus tear, uh, all in my right knee. And Ouch. so they told me right there, it's like, you're going to need reconstructive surgery. You're going to need physical therapy, rehab. Like, it's going to be like a nine month, maybe to a year recovery on this. Like, we're going to have to like Schwarzenegger, Tony Stark you right now. <laughs> you must become the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. So tell us about that recovery time, dude, because that sounds like the worst thing ever. So... The injury happened to me on June 3rd, the day after my birthday, and um, I didn't have surgery till July 2nd, so I was wearing a brace for a month and just dealing with it, basically, on crutches and stuff. Oh, my God, I had to dude. buy, like, a shower chair to, like, take showers, dude. I couldn't stand up. So stand? I had to, yeah, that's insane, you know, dude. I felt like an old person. Sitting in the shower. You must be so appreciative after the recovery, dude. Oh man, it's the fact. Yesterday I was playing basketball. Today, before I came here, I went to boxing. Wow, dude. So and, and I play in a fucking metal band, and I I'm pretty good with the double kicks, man. So I'm blessed to be here for sure. I was about to say, man, because yeah, with drums you got to be hitting those drums pretty hard. Yeah, to get and, a feeling out of them, and 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 you got to use your legs a lot. I told for the, the drummer, my surgeon that. 
I told him he was a younger guy, man. He'd done the surgery a bunch of times. His complete his 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 uh, successor was one hundred percent. He'd never had an issue. Awesome. Um, and I told him I'm a drummer, man. Like, how long until I can get back on the kid? And he's like, well, like a stomping motion like that at, at like a ninety degree angle. I mean, you know, you could be looking at six to eight months before you ever play on the kid again. I was like, wow, six to eight months is. That's a lot, but that's better than what I would have thought. Well, yeah, you know, because you, you got to no. start working it at some point. Yeah. So I have the surgery July 2nd, and I have this brace, this crazy brace on, bro. It's crazy. Wow, it, it, it felt like my right leg uh, like was stone like cold. a steel beam. You know oh. what I mean? Like, I had to pick my leg up to move it. I, I had no, I couldn't move my leg. I had to, if I wanted to move my leg to like a certain way, I had to pick it up with my hands and move it to the side or whatever. That's intense, man. Has anybody in the chat ever gone through any sort of injury like that? Feel free to drop that in, man. Let's, let's, let's hear about that. Cause that, that's intense, man. What was that? What was that like for you, brother? How long was the, how long was the recovery time? Um, I didn't, let's say I had the surgery in, um, July. And, you know, I had at least a summer to recover. You know what I mean? Instead of having to walk summer around. Summer to recover. That sounds like... That, that rhymes. I, Sorry. I, <laughs> it, I was, it was so rhythmic when you said it. And I was like... Oh. Summer to recover. Two. <laughs> but what was convenient... Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was convenient was the first Last of Us came out. Oh. Like June 13th. 2013 bro so you were playing video games so i was like mom i have 60 dollars to my name right now please <laughs> go to gamestop i sent her with like a little sticky note with the name of the game and i was like please buy that's me this awesome. game and that's all i did well i was fucked up i beat the story like eight times and then played online for hours on end mostly because i couldn't get up to change the game but it is what it is you know Hey, so your mom's cool, dude. Yeah, she yeah, your drum yeah, yeah. set, she much of the game. Yeah, um, honestly, cool. Shout she's out to cool moms. she's been my biggest supporter since day one. Um, As it should be. I mean, hell yeah. It it's um, it's kind of crazy because I know at first she was really hesitant when I told her at thirteen that I didn't want to go to college Ooh. and that I wanted to just I wanted to make music. I mean, you know. She didn't take that well. I bet. At first, you know, especially when she had been putting money aside for me to to go to college and whatnot. But it was something that I felt it wasn't for me. Uh, I knew that I want what I wanted to do. And at the time, I had my cousin with me. Bless you. I had my cousin with me growing up playing guitar, and it was me and him together. He felt the same way. He didn't want to go to college, and he wanted to make music too. And I'm like, fuck, I got someone who's here to do it with me and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, slowly but surely, my mom kind of grew to understand my point and my point of view. And right now, I have a job that pays me well, nine to five. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't get in the way of my music. And that's the main thing. Uh, and I'm able to, to do my music shit without any hassle for my job. You know what I that's mean? The because best. the important thing is you got to pay the bills. At the end of the day, at, at the beginning stages of any artistic thing, you know that you got to carry yourself with something else, at least. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, man. Because I mean, you know, the inspiration and the the all that is beautiful, but yeah, you do still got to pay the bills, and and it's tough, man. Like, you know, I don't think I, I, I'm definitely like I rely on my job more to make money rather than what we're doing now. You know? What I yeah, mean? yeah, like, for sure. I mean, shit. <laughs> do you have any sponsors or anything for the podcast? Not yet, man. I'm. You know, it's funny. I'm, I've I've actually started reaching out to people now. 
and I'm just trying to reach out to a couple of places and and see how to work it out. I'm really Test the waters on that. Let me know how it goes because I always tough, plug if you want to sponsor me, email me, but I haven't gotten any emails. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. I mean, you know, with the sponsorship thing, it's kind of at a, you know, but it's in, in, I think what I realized, especially, you know, having like a music page and then having a podcast page, when it comes to endorsements and sponsorships, I realized you need to be in a position to where they want you rather than you want them. You know, it's like such a weird thing. And like, no, it makes I'm sense. definitely not at that position yet. You know, well, you know, a step yet. at a time, folks. Uh, we're getting there. We're is. getting there. We're getting close. We're getting close. You know, uh, actually, when it's funny, I didn't I didn't see any like mentions of your page or like in my suggestions or anything until after I started my podcast. Really? Yeah. Facebook is like that, right? I guess like you want or is it through Facebook or through yeah, Facebook. Yeah. So I mean, it's like unless you search for something in that uh, in that in that realm, like you won't really get you know, you won't really see podcasts unless you listen to them or maybe you follow a podcast page on, on Facebook. We got some activity here in the chat. We do I have some activity in the chat. Paragraphs. Let's let's check this out. Uh Sandra in the chat says Hail Satriani. All uh, right. Joe Satriani is my is that oh no, it says no. <laughs> Hail, <laughs> it says Satan. Hail Satan. I thought it said Hail I Satriani. You were, like, I was like trying to be PG or whatnot. No, I was like, Do you see my Joe Satriani poster behind me? And I was like, It's not in camera view. That's hilarious. Well no, that that's Hail Satan instead. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not the same guy. <laughs> but uh Sammy also says, Cough, you're welcome for boxing cough. Yeah, yeah. Sammy did tell me that she did boxing and I was kinda like, Man, maybe I should look for something. So oh, right. she kinda yeah. That's cool. Seabest says, uh there was a show i hosted and played on october 2016 i jumped from the stage and missed the landing terribly oh my god nice all i remember was seeing my knee go completely sideways ouch oh what is up with you guys and your knees man man. that's that sucks man i legit had to sit for the rest of the show because i almost blacked out from the pain but after after i got checked out nothing was fucked up oh that's awesome dude uh hella lucky with that (sighs) thank god i was fucked up that show, I didn't feel the pain that much. Oh, you, you were fucked up that show. Okay. Alcohol. Hey, thank, thank you, alcohol, crazy, for man. that. Yeah, man, that sucks, dude. Well, I'm glad nothing happened that time. Uh, Sammy in the chat says, get local businesses. Uh, start small. Yo, it's all about the community. Ooh, uh, you know what's funny? Smart. Speaking of that, Sammy, that's actually what I've been doing lately. I, I reached out to a couple of uh, Cuban restaurants. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I was like, you know what? I love Cuban food. I was like, let me let me hit up these places. I was like, you know what? And there's a lot of like local Cuban places because obviously we live in South Florida. And, uh, you know, For most sure. of the people that listen to the podcast are also from South Florida. So you figure, who, you know, if you're going to influence anybody, even if it's a couple of people, at least let it be worth something. So these Cuban places, you figure most people here eat Cuban food. Uh, everybody loves a good colada. Oh, yeah. Or five. Um, <laughs> no one's know. counting. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, at, at some point I was like, let me try to reach out to these places. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a couple of things. Uh, I've been thinking about that. Uh, there's a longboarding company that I do want to reach out to that I'm actually going to have the owner of the longboarding okay. company on the show uh, maybe next month. That's so, cool as fuck. Yeah. I haven't asked him about this sponsorship thing yet. So, yeah, let's see how that goes later. But I'm not worried about that. Rather, Are you going to ask him live on the air and put him in a hot oh, seat? That'd be, oh, that'd be the worst thing on the planet. Don't do that. That'd be, that'd be the worst thing on Captain Planet. Uh, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be <laughs> terrible. No, but uh, so look out for that episode coming out soon, too. But, but yeah, going back to the recovery process. Recovery though. process. You, 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 you messed up your knee, bro. You, you basically made origami out of your knee. I started walking again like, well, the school year starts in, in, um, in August, the end of August. Um, and the first day of school, I had one. I was down to one crutch and a knee brace, 
And by the second day of school, I was just walking. I was limping around with a knee brace. So I want to say by September, I was walking after surgery in July. Well, I mean, you're like Wolverine, dude. You recovered pretty pretty fast, actually. Right? I didn't think about it. But I, like I said, I wasn't walking well. It, to, I guess the physical therapy, it felt longer than it was. Yeah, because it, it was, probably sucks while it's happening. <laughs> so I dude, when, when they're just like manipulating it and stuff and because there's scar tissue in there that builds up and they kind of have to break it to get your knee to where it was so i mean yeah sometimes they just bend it and it hurt it feels like they're gonna break your knee it feels like my knee doesn't go past that anymore you know like that's what it feels like but it really does it just hurts like a motherfucker and you just have to slowly do it but i can kneel and stuff now you know like i can pull a kaepernick i was just about to say man get get (laughs) Watch out, football games. Oh, yeah, no. JC's got his kneel back. Or I could pull a T-boy. <laughs> you know? Pray. Oh, man. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl this past weekend. Did you Did you watch it? I did, and I My fell My mom asleep. was watching it. That, well, Said it was boring as shit. This is the thing. This is the first NFL season that I paid attention to, and I was going for <laughs> the Chiefs. No, because I, I don't know. I, I never really liked football. I liked playing Madden, but I never really got into football. Played so Madden. I, I knew who the cover dudes wow. on Madden were. I knew who wow. Michael Vick was. I knew who Donovan McNabb was. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who the, the the Dolphins quarterback was. I knew who Dante Culpepper was for a while. Randy Moss. Everyone knew Randy Moss because if you ever play football and someone catches a ball on you, you just got mossed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everyone knew who Randy Moss was. He's the Kobe of the football statements. Pretty much, yeah. Phrases. Yeah, mossed, mossed. It was like, come on, man. That was like not even a moss. You just caught the ball. You know, a friend of mine got bit by a, a, friend of mine got bit by a dog. Yeah. Like, he was in his neighborhood and he got bit by somebody else's dog. Did someone yell he got vicked? <laughs> well, yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I was thinking about that in my head. But he basically got bit by a dog and I think... It, it, like they, they want to. He didn't want to get sued or something like that happened. So yeah. basically, the family gave him a, they gave him a framed picture of I think it was like Michael Vick or like Randy Moss or something. <laughs> but it was just like a framed picture. It wasn't even autographed. It was literally like just a, a picture, picture. Just a framed picture. They were like. You're trying not to get sued, and you gave me a picture of a football player. What sign the it, fuck? Yeah, get that. or get him sign, to it, sign yourself, it yourself. Yeah, like, forge that shit to try to like. I don't know. It was just the weirdest situation. That's so ever. strange. I was like, Here's what is portrait. this exchange going on between you guys? Huh? I was like, what is that exchange going on with between you guys? Like, they gave you a picture for like. Hey, listen, rabies, man. Listen, I know. Uh, I know my dog bit you, but I'll make it up to you. Here's this very nice framed picture of Michael Vick. Here's a picture of a multi-millionaire athlete. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy that. Oh, man, he signed it? Nah. It's just a picture of Michael Vick. It's just a nice HD photo. He's holding a ball. It's from Getty Images. You know how much I paid for this? 25 cents. Oh, my God. So Yeah, I can't even imagine. They must have got that at a thrift store and been like, what do we do with this thing? Oh, let's give it to the guy that got bit. (laughs) Give it to the the bite victim. This is all we've got to offer. Picture (laughs) of Michael Vick. Please take it. I was so desperate to get back on the drum kit um, after the injury that uh, while I had my brace on before surgery, I would just let my dead leg sit to the side and I would play songs with my left leg no because i had double kicks so i had a left pedal so i would just kind of open or close the hi-hats to whatever song i was playing so where you hit it it would kind of buzz or when i hit it it wouldn't you know what i mean depending on the song that's amazing and i would just ride that bitch bro and i would and it it made my left foot a lot stronger so for a month straight i just played songs there's actually a video on my facebook on my personal facebook of me playing 
uh, New York City cops by the strokes with my left leg. Oh, man. That's and so sick. While, while I was uh, waiting for surgery. That's what makes you a good musician, man. You adapted to what you're, you know, what you were dealing with, man. That's like, you see, that's that's the kind of stuff that you can't teach, man. Because most people give up. Like if most people hurt their hand, they're like, oh, I can't play. Like you know, like most people will like bump their hand and it'll hurt, and then they'll be like, oh, I can't. Like my hand is, you know. But yeah. you, you're like, nah, man, I'm gonna make it work. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like, and that's it takes that kind of dedication, man. Like a lot of people don't. You know what I mean? Like when people wonder, like, how do people get to a certain level of something? That's that missing link right there. You know, I never thought of it that way. For me, I just I always had so much fun on the drums, and I was in a in a bad headspace already at that time. I was a real sad fucking kid. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, but um, so I would get home and that would be my outlet. You know, I would get home. I'd put my shit down and I'd go play on the kit, man, and play. Whether it was the same cover, I try to learn something else. I had like a of songs that I would play every day, you know, just because they were fun to play, and I felt like they made me better, like like a better player. Like I would try and play an Avenged Sevenfold song. I was about to ask, what, what were you learning at that time? Um, well, at that time, you know, I was before the injury. I was 16, so I'd been playing for four years. You know, I was trying to learn like Unholy Confessions and Nightmare and almost easy songs like that, or uh, Ma- uh, Master of Puppets. I loved playing for a while. I would, my warm up would be putting on ankle weights and wrist weights and playing Master of Puppets, <laughs> and that would be just how I warmed up. That's amazing. And then take them off and start playing a bunch of other covers. You know, uh, I started learning a lot of stuff by The Strokes, uh, just because cool. they were one of my favorite bands. After junior year and yeah. very simple songs, so I good songwriting. Like, that's the thing; it keeps They're, it like a steady rhythm. And I'm sure you, you I'm sure your timing, like your, you, you know, your your timing got solidified at those times. Because even if it's a simple beat, you still have to play it consistently for a long period of time. Yeah, I agree. And I really don't want to go rusty because growing up around 14 or 15, I know I put the drums down for an extended period of time, like six to eight months, something like that. I I didn't play at all. My drums just gathered dust. Mm. What and happened there? Like you just took a break, just mental clearance? I wasn't inspired. That happens, um, man. I, that, that happened to me with the guitar for a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't inspired. Uh, you know, when I told my mom about the college thing, you know, that kind of was in my mind and stuff. And then freshman year, I did awful because uh, I kind of started smoking freshman year. Happens, man. Yeah, you know, you get you get involved with girls and you hang out with the wrong people. And I got cut by a girl, like cut with scissors, like she cut me. And I have to go to court over it. Domestic abuse is not cool. Uh, assault with a deadly weapon is yeah, what they charge. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> Yo, yeah, but yeah, that shit. happened over a fucking pen. But Whoa, dude. that's neither here nor there. I'm glad you're okay, man. Yeah, I'm good. You know, that's she just intense, she just cut my arm. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I was good, but I left that school. But yeah, so freshman year, my my GPA going into sophomore year was a one point six. Ouch. Uh, and obviously, you know, I tell my mom, hey, I'm not going to college. And then freshman year, I basically flunk, you know. Well, I, I didn't fuck everything up, but my GPA was horrendous. Um, it looked like I was not going to have, like, any ho- It looked like I was going to be standard burnout, you know. And so I kind of really didn't get my act together sophomore year. Uh, I went to a different school because of that incident and whatnot. Yeah. And I was around some of my friends that I went to middle school with, which is cool. Um, but my grades just got like nominally better, not anything crazy. I went from like a 1.6 to like a 1.8 by the end of my sophomore year. 
Well, it's improvement, something. baby steps. The thing is, but I graduated with a two point Okay, cool. With a, I graduated. I I didn't Picked it up. I didn't have to get a GED or anything. Good. But I didn't get that two point till literally like. The Friday before graduation. Like, they entered everything, 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 and then it was a 2.0. <laughs> they entered all the grades, all the grades. It's all the way caught up, and I was like a 2.06 or some shit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. I mean, you know, with the way society is built up, a lot of people would look at that like, oh, well, you're lazy or whatever people want to say. But I don't know, man. Sometimes that type of education system just doesn't stimulate some people, man. And, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I didn't go to college. I mean, I did fine through high school because whatever i just did yeah. but uh don't, i had my lazy period you know i was i was i was a, <laughs> i was a manipulator in weird ways i had all, all honors classes so i did lazier because i was like my gpa is way too different yeah so i was like i can get a c and it'll be a b see it had a negative effect on me i had honors classes because i would kill the statewide test and then get d's in those classes and they would have double the negative effect on my gpa that's why i had such a shit gpa leaving freshman year because i failed advanced biology like twice i failed it both semesters and so instead of just being regular f's it's honors f so it's like you're shit (laughs) it it really fucked me up it's like oh you're smart but you're flunking the shit classes you're flunking the more advanced classes so instead of maybe putting you in regular biology we're just gonna let you flunk and let it screw your gpa up because no matter how many a's i got in regular classes those honors f's were weighing me down basically my entire high school career wow it got to, I, I took an AP psych class, and after the first week, I knew that it, I was going to fuck that class up, and I was like, I can't have that. Negative. So I transferred out. Wow. Because the thing is, apparent, I, I showed up the first day of class, and they're like, all right, so you guys should have already read chapter one. Here's a test on chapter one, and we start chapter two tomorrow. And I was like, well, no one told me to read. I don't even. How, you don't even get textbooks to like the third fucking day of school. How am I already a chapter behind? And they're like, oh, well, it was part of the summer curriculum. I was like, no one gave me that shit. So, yeah, I'm out of here. As much as I wanted to stuff. take that class. Yeah, can we just can we just get rid of the whole like do this over the summer thing for school? Because people got things to do. Like we have a break from school, man. Like we're supposed to get away from that. Like can, can we can you not organize it in the time that you have to teach? Like that, that's kind <laughs> of annoying. Yeah. Like what, what's going on here? Like, I don't know. Give me something to do while I'm away. Like. Can we can we not? No, that's uh, like your job telling you to do shit when you when you leave. Like it's like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Homework. Yeah, talking like, about homework. Clocked out. Yeah, um, I'm going home. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I look back at I look back at my time in high school now, and I do wish that I could redo it and 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 do a little better. Like I like I said, I still had a B at the end of it all, so I did fine. But at the same what, time, you had a three point yeah, I, I don't remember, but I know how to be because I think I had like a, I think I had like a two point eight or like a three point or something. I had something rounded it up. It's okay. Yeah, it's something close to that. I can't. I, that was such a long time ago, guys. And uh, I just know that I was ne- I would never go out on the sea. So because I just always tell myself keep keep the bees because schoolwork was not hard, man. I just hated the dumb stuff that they made you do outside. That, that, that was my problem at school. A, in class, I got A's and B's on all the tests, on all the whatever, so on the classwork, so I had no problem with anything. It was when I went home and they were like, do the stupid project. And I was like, why? I don't, I don't, like, why should I have to make a stupid diorama, you know, of like Native Americans where some people, like, dude, I used to like try to draw stuff and then other kids would just come in and their parents would just buy shit from Michael's, you know, and they would just <laughs> buy little sets and make little, like, they would just, they would spend like $100 on that project. And whereas I'd be cutting shit out of construction paper and coming with like my foofy little project. And 
it would be, it was people like that that would discourage you because you were like, man, people are buying their way to these grades. Yeah, you know, like on on the side when these when these projects are worth like ten grades or something. And I was right. like, no, I'm not going to do your stupid little project. I'll pass all your tests and I'll do all the other stuff. So you can't call me a bad student, but you're extra bullshit. I, I, I just I couldn't agree with it. I'm sorry. That's and my little. What's rant. fucked up too is those teachers will take those projects and keep them. Yes. And and leave them in their classroom so that at the end of the new year when they assign it, they're like, oh, look, look at all these extravagant fucking examples of these projects. So yours must meet this fucking standard. Yeah, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can also be creative. And if I if I wanted to spend a month with construction paper doing something extra creative, I could have probably done that, too. But did right. I want to put that time into something that I already understood in class? Like it was a test on Native Americans or something. And we're already learning it in school and doing tests on the same exact subject. What's the point? Well, that's the thing, too, is I um, uh, I've passed all the tests and stuff, but I hated homework. I would never do the homework. Yeah. So I'll get the the passing grades on the test and then not do the homework so that kind of averages to let's see yeah exactly so, <laughs> you know boom there you know school school was what it was but then how did you find yourself so what 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 brought you into the band and what was that what was that moment well, there where where you realized that was the, this was the wave to ride oh i told my mom when i graduated high school um i i skipped out on prom i skipped out on grab bash i skipped out on um class rings and all that stupid Same here, shit jeez had the same high school experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I skipped out on all that, and I told my mom, just all this money that you would spend on this stupid shit, just buy me a car with it and let me get a job. So, oh, sweet. Yeah, she bought me like a rinky-dink uh, Mitsubishi Galant. And sweet. I call hey, it the Galants Pennymobile. I call it the Pennymobile, <laughs> and it was my fucking car. I didn't care that it was a piece of shit. It was my piece of shit. Mitsubishi. And I would drive that shit to school for because I, I had it uh, a couple weeks before we graduated so i would drive it the last couple of weeks of my senior year i felt like a real senior for a little bit uh, like one yeah. of those 50s movie seniors you know what i mean Where fucking grease style yeah yeah you pull up to school in your car i parked across the street man you know what i'm saying too cool for your little parking lots man. yeah fuck that i don't need a pass and the mitsubishi galan for anybody that does not know what that is it's kind of like the honda accord of like the mitsubishi world <laughs> it is like the step up from like the small car it's like the bigger one it's well good. I liked it. It was. It Those was. Cars are cool. I thought it was a cool. Car. I had an aux cable, bro. That's what I cared about. There you have it. Right. You know we got I mean? music and we got wheels. Yeah, and it's I was. Ch- oh man, it was Sam Ash all day. Man, God, no. Just I played Yu Gi Oh, man. So going out to tournaments out there. Oh. I'm going to the car shop. I who's going to the next one? Who who's riding with me? You know what I'm saying? Who am I picking up today? I was. You know what I'm saying? I was one of the first two to get my license. I got it at 17. Oh man, the homie with the car was always the the, the, the plug, cool man. Yeah, that what? The, That's the hookup, right? Who's the I would have. just look for shit to do man like who's trying to go to the movies i'll pay for you i'll pick you up what's up <laughs> i'm bored i'm ready yeah we just need yeah. something to do man that was, that was so i took that car and Shout i got a Jose. pizza delivery job sweet at hungry howie's and i got fired after three weeks shit <laughs> well it's hard man <laughs> <laughs> no it was over some bullshit because they thought i stole money from them when i didn't i just forgot to give my bank back at the end of the night oh. it was in my pocket the next morning when they called me I brought it back and they fired me. So that same night, I went to Denny's all bummed out with my boy. And I was like, man, are you hiring? And they gave me an application and I had an interview the next day. And I I got a job like two days later. That's amazing. What a bounce back. Yeah, I know. Right. For real. On the rebound. That's amazing. So I got a job busting dishes at Denny's like two days later. And I was there for a month and I hated it. And Mm -hmm. from there, I went to working the corner for Firehouse Subs. 
Oh, I was about to say, like, what, prostitution? <laughs> I was like, what? No, you know the Work people the who corner. hold up the signs? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know it's funny and you really, I refer to it as work in the corner Because my friends would tell me That's what I did to troll me oh. And so that's just always What I called it now Like and to be really ironic And you built it up Like it was like a devastating like You were like <laughs> And from there I worked the corner For firehouse subs And I was like Oh <laughs> you pimp, pimp no. for subs So I'm holding the sign up On the fucking corner You know with my headphones on Whatever Making 140 fucking dollars a week um, Oh well that's cash that's money and I did what I had that's to cash. do That's cash baby And then from there I, You know I went from shitty job To shitty job for a while And eventually I was like Man what the fuck Am I gonna do with my life And uh, my friend Vince Told me he's Gonna start playing With this band He's gonna start playing Keyboards for this band And they need a drummer Maybe I should like Try and check him out And jam out with them And he's like Check out this video And I was like Alright sure bro So I check out this video Online And to be honest I wasn't feeling it like the first you know your video I ever saw, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. My dog hit him with the no, thank you. Yeah, no, for real. They asked me in December of 2015, and I said no. Wow. I was like, no, it's not my thing, man. I appreciate that. And this is when I'm not doing shit. I'm not doing shit. At least you know what you wanted. That's, but that's I, fine. I respect that. You know what I mean? I wasn't doing anything music wise, and I still was like, no. And then May came. You didn't around. want to give him half-ass work. That I respect that. That's for cool. what? You know what I mean? If my passion's not into it, why am I going to yeah, do that? That's a good quality to have. I Granted, though, it was only one song. So going into that audition, I was kind of weary. Like, eh, you know, I don't know. But I took my groove percussion over there, and we clicked. And the other stuff they showed me, I was really fucking digging. So I was like, this is nothing like what I heard the other day. So fuck yeah with this. Let's do that. And uh, it just went from there, man. It was, you know when there's chemistry, man? You, yeah. You've been in a band. I have And I you have. know when y'all is just jamming man At first You know you kind of gotta feel each other out But now we're so in sync with each other man we, We've we literally done Like Brian had a He has a wireless rig Sometimes his wireless His wireless rig has died on him a couple times Oh wow uh, Shout out to Brian Change your battery before it kicks man <laughs> um, hey, <it's> tough, man <laughs> Batteries are expensive right now <laughs> They're like it D batteries to... I think or some fuck uh, shit Oh okay Well but so it's died on them, and you know me, Dave, and Alex are ready to go, and so we're like, "Fuck it, man! I'll kick in a beat, and then Dave will come in with a power chord, dude, and we'll fucking jam on the spot until uh, fucking Brian so grabs ready, the cable right? or whatever." Epic. Yeah, so and we pulled that out of our ass, man. That's adapting, man. You That's need that chemistry to do that, though. You know what I mean? That's completely true because not everybody's going to handle the situation the same way. And right honestly, that. dude, I'll say this, man. I'm not ashamed to even say this, and nothing. Not everything in the band has been smooth sailing. And that's something that not a lot of people see. A lot of people just see what's on stage. But there was a point where they were going to kick me out. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, and very early on, very early on, where we had been playing shows for a little bit already. And we were working on the EP. And I was working on learning stuff. But I'm a very conflictive person. And I'm a very opinionated person. So at first... When we would be jamming on songs or let's say we're learning a cover, they would 
a lot of time, and Alex is the same way. Alex is a very strong, opinionated person. He's a very, and he's a person who's not going to stay quiet if he feels a certain way about something. So okay. me and him are both that way. So me and him at first butted heads a lot wow. on shit that honestly he was right about because a lot of the stuff had to do with music theory. And when it comes to music theory, I mean, Alex composes a lot of uh, uh, all the lyrics for Yanoya. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? When the the first EP, he com- it was all done, demoed out with program drums they handed it to me and said add your flavor to it you know what i mean and that's how we did that so he's the the mind behind you really he's our roger waters if you put it that way you know what i mean so a lot of the times i was getting into it with shit about music theory like oh no i'm off a beat like and then i didn't think i was when i was and it, and it would become these heated exchanges for no reason and it got to a point where it was it was toxic i was a toxic member in the band i would uh, i was very conflictive and it's something that i've dealt with my entire life my friend that i grew up with lennon uh playing guitar who was actually he's episode 15 when i went to new york to visit him he did an episode oh for sweet me. uh so episode 15 with lennon valoy him he's my best friend i've known him since i was a kid Epic. and there was one point where he didn't want to talk to me because I was, since I was a kid, I've always been a very strong-hearted person. But sometimes I'm strong-hearted about the wrong shit. It's it's tough, man. If you're gonna stick to your guns, it's hard to know when to and when not to. You know what I mean? How do you how are you supposed to decide? Because you know, that's that's just part that goes with the territory. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna put a thumbtack because I'm getting unco- I'm getting uncomfortable with the amount I have to take a piss right now. Okay. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna. Put a track on. What song would you like uh, for the people to check out from uh, Unoya? Oh, okay. Definitely uh, The Mire. I think The Mire is an awesome right. song. So we're going to let uh, a minute or maybe two yeah, yeah. Uh, roll of the track. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ditch Go you for ahead. a second. Go take your piss break. I'll be in here. Yes. I'm gonna Are they going to see me? Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. cool. I'm going to go ahead and move... I'll talk shit with the chat. Yeah, hang out, guys. Enjoy, man. I'm going to go ahead and drop Spotify right here. So instead... All right, guys. Instead, I'm gonna have a instead of me being on the table, Spotify will be here. And then I will go ahead and uh, let's hear the mire from uh, Unoya, folks. Shout out to Alizar for having me on, bro. Thank you again. Thank you for being on, brother. Go piss. Definitely. I hope you guys like this song. I'm okay.
man. We're back. Oh man, back at it, guys. Sorry about that, folks. That was much, much, much needed, guys. I that hope you guys enjoyed the little snippet of the Meyer. Check out our EP on Spotify. Anywhere you listen to music, it's there. Uh, you can check it out on our YouTube channel. It's all in one video. You help us out by giving us a view. Give us a like. Subscribe to us. It's called A Minor Setback, the EP. And that track that y'all were hearing was called The Meyer. Yes. Check that out, guys. You know you. Where did you guys get the name from? A cliche question, but I would like to know. I think they pulled it out of a dictionary. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I joined a, in a band that was established. They were already on Instagram. People already knew who they were. Oh, like cool. the first gig that I played, um, we were in. Uh, we were introduced by the bass player at the time of Ears One, Charles, uh-huh. uh, who is now in Seabass's project, um, Divisional Void. So at the time, he was with Ears One, and he had already played a couple shows with Enoya with their previous drummer before I joined and knew who they were or anything. And he introduces us like the comeback of Unoya and shit because they hadn't gigged for a while looking for a drummer and whatnot. We were preparing for months for this gig from, uh, like I said, I joined in May. We played our first gig in September. Awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, in that time, he introduces his ad and stuff, and it, it was wild, man. So they were already established. Uh, so they had that name before I joined up with them. But it actually means beautiful thinking or beautiful uh, mind in Greek. In It's Greek in oh. origin. And it's fun fact the only English word to have all five uh, vowels. Oh wow, E-A-I-O-A. that's actually really cool. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Yeah. And vowels are like some of the most beautiful things in in in, in words. They make um, all they make all the nice words happen. Exactly. If you take vowels out of stuff, you get like German or Swedish <laughs> or something. And yeah, you get like, come on, man. Looks like Russian to me. Yeah. It's confusing. Uh, no, Russian just have like they have like symbols and whatnot. <laughs> It's very strange. We have Muma Ruiz that says, that's my son. Yeah, that's my mom. Hey, shout, shout out. out to mom. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for Thank hanging out. Thank you for out. having your son on the on the show. Very Cheers. cool guy. Earlier we said you seem like the, the, the coolest mom because, uh, yeah, yeah, drum set. Blessed. Got him. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag blessed. She's dealt with my band practice. She she deals with my band practice. She deals with my podcasts. She deals with my being a dick. <laughs> So, you know, shout out to my mom. She's awesome, man. I couldn't have asked for a better parent ever. And I, you know what? And uh, I've been meaning to ask you. So drums are loud, man. How yeah. How was the practicing for you, like, growing up? Like, you know? I should have worn earplugs. <laughs> oh, but, your, um, hearing is a little, uh, your hearing is a little damaged now? No, no, no. I don't. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... It's just well, well yeah, a lot of turn the headphones down, so it can't be that damaged. Well, the thing is, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I wear earplugs now when I play. But the thing is, you know, I would play a lot of covers. So I would play with headphones on, and Smart you're move. blasting the, the the in your earbuds. Oh, I, I, skull can- the skull earbuds candies were mad popular at the time, uh, so I had the skull candies, like the forty dollar ones that that went over your head. Those are awesome. I yeah. I love Skull Candy headphones. Man. I think they're called Head Crushers or something. Yeah, where the where the where the sponsorships at, man? Oh my lord! Um, but, but yeah, so I had the special edition Death Magnetic Metallica ones, bro. And some kid fucking snapped them because I let him try them on a piece of garbage. Anyway, fuck that guy. Saw my reaction. I was like, ah. yeah, fuck that guy. So, <laughs> so I, I used those. Heat. I was one of the Miami Heat Skull Candies. Oh yeah, dude, the Skull Candies were so dope, man. They were awesome headphones. They sound great. They were Beats before Beats. Uh, and you know what? What are we checking that chat here? My house is our studio. Yeah, she dude. Says, Absolutely. We're hooking it up, man. I I that's the thing. Y'all house is a studio too, man. You got a whole setup out here. Thanks, man. I'm trying, dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, 
It's a lot of fun, man. What can I say, man? It, it, it took time to build it all up little by little, but like, you know what? I try to run the the I try to run a good budget setup. Yeah. To where they can see you, they can hear you, they can interact, like, you know, it's all there. They could see the banner, the banner, you know, like that type of stuff doesn't cost money. That's just, you know. At one point recently, I was just like, you know what? I should put a banner. And, That's and fucking put the topic cool, dude. and what's going on. I was like, why didn't I do that before? And I just did it. And it's I just I don't like, even know how to do that. Do, and it's it's all in the program, you know. I well, the banner I I just made it in Photoshop. I just made a, a just a bar, and I you know I looked up what a screen resolution is for most whatever you know like 1080, and then I just made a made a bar in Photoshop, put it in here, and I put a transparency in the program, so it looks a little transparent. I put letters on top of it and made them scroll, and then boom, you got a banner, That's a scrolling so fucking banner, wild dude, you know, for the price of nothing. And uh, you know the logo, the logo that you guys see on the bottom. I made that logo a long time ago as for a T-shirt, and I just you know put it on the bottom. That's <laughs> I was like, let's cool, use that as our man. little stamp. You have T-shirts? Uh, I was going. You know what? I was going to. They're they're coming back. Yeah. I have a really good hookup on the T-shirts. If you guys need a guy, please and thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He great. did all our you know your shirts. He's awesome. Shout out to the shirt series. Caesar at the shirt series. He's awesome, man. Sweet. He's always hooked us up. With That's shirt the local prices. businesses, man. We're trying, bro. We're down at, he's down I, at Kendall. I think about yeah, dude. I think about it, and I, I look at you, and you know, I think it's funny because I heard this. I heard this on another podcast. Ironically, they were saying that once you bump into somebody that does what you do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter even if you don't know them. All of a sudden, you have like a relatable. Like there's a, there's a there's a ground level to relate on. Yeah, because. We deal with the same issues where we're like we're trying to we're running budget podcasts. And yeah, we're like man, you know, trying to get this for that, or trying to get the microphones to work right, or trying to get, getting it all set up is is or it's fun inviting strangers to your house. Yeah, that's always you know. And honestly, <laughs> honestly dude, I'm working on getting a, a office space pretty soon. Like yeah. you know, I don't know, you know, who, who knows how soon it'll happen. But right, right, I'm, right. I'm trying to with some fan funding and some endorsements I, I hope you know uh we can make that happen pretty soon and uh that's that's the idea now is just going somewhere local somewhere in miramar and um just kind of having a studio space man like having a place that that you know you lease out and you pay monthly have a, a space to just get out of your house and go work at and be able to come home and call home home yeah you don't want home to also be the workspace all the time it could be a, it's right, a, it's right, a beautiful right. resource and there's no complaints there but also depending on the size of your home Kind it of, can yeah. either get you know get in, in your way. way or help you you know so um i don't know man and there's something different about especially for doing like podcasting and, and broadcasting whatever having a separate location where everybody can meet up and it gives you a different feeling you know for sure for sure and i don't know sometimes i feel like people feel awkward coming to your house like coming mm-hmm. to my house you know yeah. like oh i'm here like one time a guy was like is it a house i was like yeah it is you know what i mean like so you know, I kind of, I kind of know where you're coming from on that. Yeah, and it's it's just a safety thing, and it's not to say anybody's, you know, nobody that's been on the show has ever been a threat right. or anything like that. But at the same time, you don't know people, right? You know, and just to have people, you know, just to have random people coming to your house, whether you, you know, they seem cool or not, uh, you just, you know, like I said, it's for future reference, not now, but it's just, and and just to make everything grow, it's for a mentality thing. I highly you want agree. your brain to grow. You I want highly your agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome, man. That 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 would definitely be the next step for you, especially with the live stream setup that you have. Yeah. Right now, as an audio only thing, it's not the setup that I have works for what I do. You've tried I, video though, right? 
Uh, for a while, you know, we had our original producer who does our lights now for Unoya, my cousin Malik. Shout out to him, man. He helped me get the podcast off the ground. Cool. He made the Instagram and he edited all those videos and stuff. He had a couple GoPros and he had the idea like, yo, we should, we could cut clips and upload one minute clips and people would check those out. Inevitably, go check out the page. And I thought it was a great idea, but it's just so much work. We're recording video and audio separately because GoPros have shit microphones. Mm. And it just became too much work, man. And uh, Malik no longer has any involvement with the throne. So um, now we have my producer, Lou, and me and him just brought the audio to another level. We use a different program. um, And with the soundproofing and padding that I have, that room is specifically for the podcast. I mean, I use it for my drums, too, which dumb convenient. But, um... Yeah, yeah, so it, it it works for our setup, man. It's convenient. Um, I would love to do something like this, a live stream, just to add another element to it. Maybe like a Twitch stream or something like that. Dude, I'll show you guys how to do it, man. It's really, you don't need to spend any extra money at all. It's all, just, all you, you know, need is monitors a and stuff, you know. The monitors? Like monitor the monitor shit. Oh, like the, like the actual screens? Yeah. Dude, you could do it on, you, you're doing it from the laptop, right? The Omen? Mm-hmm. You could do it off the Omen, dude. One day we might have to set that up. What kind of ca- what? Ca- how much did that Logitech cost you? Well, the the you can get that on Amazon right now for fifty bucks. Fuck yeah! Yeah. So, huh? We'll talk about that later. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon for or maybe seventy, but that's yeah, fine. An extra twenty on it. Yeah, that's maybe fine. fifty to seventy, depending on the time. I've seen it on sale for less than a hundred dollars. Shit. Yeah. Um. Don't get it from Best Buy because they will sell it to you for a hundred. Fuck. Uh. But yeah. Uh. Amazon. Uh. Forty nine ninety nine or seven or like seventy bucks, I believe. Um. <laughs> and but this. But I'm talking this specific webcam that goes to 1080p and uh 720 at 60 frames per second. This is like the the nicer camera. The other ones you can get them for even cheaper. Uh, oh. Which is the Logitech series. It's like a it's like a C920. This is a C922. So whatever. anyway. Twenty um, two? There's a there's a difference. So they're not like they they all look exactly the same, but they're all different. So. No, no, no. I I, I understand um, with lenses and cameras is a big difference. Basically, and you already got microphones. Yeah, you already have XLR cables. You already yeah. have an audio interface. Yep. You already got all. I have that a mixer stuff. too. Yeah. So exactly. So you don't need anything extra. All you need is just this program that's free. OBS Studio for anybody that's watching now. If you guys want to do your own podcast. Listen up. Fuck um, yeah. yeah you Take have, notes. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, OBS Studio, which is a free program. I used to use XSplit, which is you know 25 bucks every three months. Okay. Um, and yeah, you with this program, you're able to put your webcam up. You can do all the little, you know, text, and you can open up web pages. Uh, you can open. You can capture windows you can do video game streaming at the same time if you want to that's fucking cool yeah i mean if your computer can handle it so which you have the omen so you can uh i would think so yeah so yeah yeah. so you know i'll come by and i'll just download some of the stuff for you the audio mixing program i use is free also so we can make it happen it would be a very cool element to the show man i would not mind it at all but do you you just leave the live streams up here yeah, well, the live stream, Wait. yeah, pretty much. They save, they save. And, like, Facebook. you don't, I'm saying you don't upload audio versions of it. Well, I, I would if people, if more people listen to the audio ones. I think people just seem to enjoy the live video, so I just stick to it. But, um, you know, and the thing with SoundCloud, SoundCloud, it got too expensive for me to, because it's like 20 something bucks a month. 
And for me, it's like sixteen right now for unlimited. Is it? All right, yeah. The, hopefully, I'm glad they lowered their price because I used to pay like twenty something a month at that, at one point. Yeah. And for the amount of people that listened, it just wasn't worth it because I was like, you know what? I could just upload these MP3s to my uh, to the actual website, shutuplestalk.com, and I could just uh, do the same thing there. Like, I don't even need to pay for Spotify. Uh, to SoundCloud. How do you? What do you stream it from? If um, not SoundCloud, like how do you embed it on the web page? Oh, I mean. Uh, so when you save, for example, I save it to Facebook, right? Or I'm streaming to Facebook. As soon as I, we finish the video, it's uploaded in five minutes. And from there, you can just download the MP3 from, like, you can uh, Google download MP3 Facebook, type in a URL, download the MP3, upload that. You have MP3 solely just off of the video. That's it. And uh, you don't even have to go through any effort, just download you know the mp3 holy shit yeah and uh yeah from there you can just upload it to your own website you don't need any sort of time limits and stupid stuff i use um what's not wix man what's the other one i, I don't even remember squarespace I, squarespace man I, I haven't updated the website in a while i use squarespace guys yeah nobody a website a website these days man i call it the, i call it the digital business card it's the thing that everybody's gonna throw away and not care about but they're just glad that you got one I feel you. Because these days they just want they want to know your Instagram page and they want to know your Facebook because they're already on those pages. Yeah. They don't want to. Nobody wants to open up Chrome or whatever browser, type in your website, be on your website, deal with the slow loading pages because that's how websites that are not social media work. Because you know if you're if it's a small website, they load slow. They have their own issues. It's just it's just it's good to have it, but don't think that's going to be your bread and butter because it probably won't. Social media is just is taking over, man. And that's that makes it hard for us, man. Uh, social media advertising, I'm sure you know, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. There's certain people that just are just good at marketing on social media. They just they know what goes viral. They know what to say. They know the things to post, like that get made into memes or whatever, you know, <laughs> or get massively shared. Um, but I don't necessarily think that social media is working against us. I think it's working for us. Algorithms work against us. Social media works for us for sure because it's easy. It's the algorithms and it's the it's just the fact that Facebook, uh, Instagram, even Facebook, they just hide your posts a lot. Right now, they show your posts. For example, let's say you upload a picture, right? And depending, and this is some truth. This is not. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Uh, when you upload a picture, if the amount of people that like it within the first couple of minutes, if nobody likes it and people just scroll past it, face uh, Instagram, for example, will actually put. They put that in their brain, for example, and they're like, all right, everybody scrolled past it and nobody liked it. They, they start showing it to less and less people the more people scroll past and don't like it. The more people like it, like, for example, like when people put up a post like new car and you see a picture of a new car with like the bow on top of it, that's like triggers something in people's mind. They're like, oh, congratulations. Boom, boom. They yeah. just like it. And that's why you see those type of posts and like when people get married, when people have birthdays. Hey, my those cousin posts, Lennon is, I'm starting to talk, ahead, but he's ahead. about to FaceTime me. So can I, let me yeah, just. Yeah, bring him up. Throw him on the mic. Yo, what's up, man? Let's switch the mic. Let's switch to your zoom in. Yeah, you I'm on the pod. I'm live right now on the podcast. You're on the podcast. What's up, man? What do you? What is that? That's the Capitol building. Yeah. He's in D.C. right now. Oh, your best friend is in Washington D.C. He's at the in D.C. Yeah. Oh man, as close to the carrot as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um. Thank you, Lennon. Thank you, bro. Take care, man. I talked a lot about you, bro. Peace. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Bye. you, man. That was funny. That was awesome. Speak man. of the devil, and he shall appear.
Live, that's, that's the cool thing about no, that's what live is all about, man. Okay, that's, that's, that's the fun of it. I mean, that was you know? cool. Yeah, that was fun, man. We had a call in. Right. Yeah, I used to do call ins. It just didn't work out well. Didn't, no, not a lot of people would call in. Unfortunately, it was weird. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, in the beginning, yeah, I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, what, I'll, did you I'll, like Skype calls? What? Did you do like Skype calls? It was through Discord, so maybe that's why. It was kind of a mission. Like I think if people yeah. could just use their cell phone and just call, they'd probably do that. They probably would have. I'm going to figure something. Maybe Skype. I think you can you, you can call people through Skype, right? Yeah. Phone number? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what? So I'm, I'm going to work well, that I think out. you got to pay for it. Callings are coming. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll see. I'll, I'll, me, I try not to be stingy with certain things. Like certain things. If I could avoid paying for something, I will. But if I have to for the quality... And it's affordable. I'll deal with it. Like Netflix, I look at it and I'm like, I don't want this, and I don't even use it as much, except to like maybe watch Friends, like we talked about on your episode. <laughs> but, um, actually, you know what? Really quick, man. Let's let's put a let's put a thumbtack and everything we're talking about because I would like to bring up it's it's already eleven, so we we're already running through the show, man. Sorry, uh, it's, which is nothing wrong with it. I would like to bring up censorship really quick, man, because okay. as podcasters, we I have a very no censorship thing on this show. Okay, I'm a very Say whatever you want and feel, and uh, I know that you know. How do you how do you feel about that? Because I know you follow Joe Rogan. He also yeah. is a very he also I know you know he has the same mentality on it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to deal with anything, you know, <laughs> like that? Which I already know the answer to this question, but I'd like to. You don't have to say what happened. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I would just like to talk about censorship in general and how yeah. it's terrible. And you can talk about that situation. So, yeah, I have had to deal with it because that's the question you asked me. Um, I had an episode of The Throne that I did, episode um, 45. Um, And I had a guest on. It was very last minute. Um, I needed a guest. It was like... It was like Wednesday. And I didn't have an episode for that Friday. And I knew this kid that I went to middle school with. He didn't go to the same high school as me, but he was in this indie band. And they played shows in, you know, up and down the East Coast, Philly and Connecticut and, you know, stuff like that. And so I was like, fuck it, let me ask him if he wants to come on the show. And he was, like, super down. Cool. He came through. And we did the episode, and everything was cool. But uh, I made... I don't know if we were talking about... Uh, we were talking about like a shitty situation or something, and I referred to it as gay. I was like, that's gay. And um, at the end of it, he was like, oh, is there a way we could like, you know, edit that out or something? And I'm like, well, I said it like once or twice throughout the whole like hour show. So for me to sit here and listen to it, when the episode has to go up tomorrow... um, And just to edit out two words, no, I don't think it's possible and he's like go like he seemed really like bothered by that uh he kind of like he was trying to play it off but i could tell like it was like a like a weird silence weird tension yeah Mm. so i was like well you know man if you don't want to share it don't you don't have to share it and he was like okay i won't then i was like okay sure man don't share it it'll be up there and that's that you can tell who you want to tell about it and so it was up for the weekend. I put we put it up Friday. We didn't edit anything. And he hits me up on Monday, and he's um, he's like, "Can you take the episode down? Uh, I'm not comfortable with it being up and shit with that in it. I think it's not professional, and it's I don't want it attached to me or any of my projects." Okay then. Yeah. So I was faced with a dilemma. Yeah, like, what do you... 
<sighs> what would you do? Well, you know, I'm the kind of person if if it really really bothered them, maybe I would be nice enough to go edit it because I might be that much of a piece of clay, you know, where people could just mold me. Right. I might if I like that person. I mean, right. you know, whatever. If it really bugs somebody and I can make it happen, maybe. At the end of the day, if it's if 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 I did not mean anything weird by that, like like what you said, you, you called the situation gay. You're not a homophobe. You're not out here committing hate crimes. You're not right. slashing gay people's tires. No. You know, like what's the like to try to label you as a, you know prejudiced or something stupid like that would just be reaching. And this is the thing: is he always said, "Oh, I know you didn't mean it with bad intention. I know you didn't mean it. With, it's just other people are going to take it bad. Like I know you didn't mean it that way, but other people don't know you, and other people are going to perceive it in a certain way. So basically, he just didn't want any of the bad rep attached to him." But he would all he his whole thing was oh I know you don't mean it that way I know you don't mean it that way but all oh, the people that are like apparently his bandmates are real you know SJWs and whatnot you know they're from around here they're from around Pembroke Pines SJW that's fine man there's nothing wrong with that uh, to an extent but at the same the part that bugs me about it is the fact that okay can you not can he not defend you at any point. Is it impossible to defend you? Like, if somebody is like, hey, you know, I heard this on the show. Like, what's that all about? Would it be impossible for him to be like, yeah, well, you obviously know he didn't mean it that way. Is it, like, so hard for you to try to defend you? You know, I never, ever even thought about it that way. But that's the part that offends me. You know, if he doesn't want it to be on the show, if he himself doesn't feel that way, whatever. But if he's going to tell you, I know you didn't mean it that way, then it's like, okay, then why can't you accept it for that? Right. Why should I still have to change it? Can you not defend me? Like, can we not? Can you not? Can we not have our individuality? Is that not what makes us cool as human beings? The fact that we're all different. Yeah, I didn't get it. It's I just didn't a weird situation. I tried to ask him. I was like, "Did you? Did did your bandmates even listen to the episode?" And they're like, "He he said no." And I was like, "Okay, so what did you talk to them about it?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're uncomfortable with the situation too." And I'm like, "So they don't even hear the episode?" And so I'm sure you painted this ridiculous fucking picture for them because I'm sure to my face he tells me, oh, yeah, I know you don't mean it that way. But I'm sure in his head he's like, oh, this guy's a homophobe. I, I think that's how he feels. I'm I sure think I- in the moment he's in my house, in my studio, what is he going to do, fight me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or start an argument with me? So I think in the moment, just to get out of the situation, he tried to play it as cool as he could. But clearly he was bothered by it because Monday he decided to hit me back. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. And I never thought people. about that. Like, yeah, he could. J- it's so easy to say, well, I know him and I know he didn't mean it that way. And it, it was a or one-off thing Why don't you bring it whatever. up to him? And what I've always said to people here, and I've always stated this on this show through all the episodes and whatever i've always said if you whoever wants to say what they want to say let them say it and if you have a problem with something that get gets said on the show bring it up to the person that said it what do i just because i allowed you to be on the show like this is a platform for people to talk man like i don't have to agree with the, per, uh, the person on the other side of the table all the time i explained that to him i i asked him i posed that question to him i was like well just by being on my show doesn't mean that you agree with everything i say as a matter of fact you said some things that i didn't agree with 
just by you saying those things on my show doesn't mean that my show or me endorse your thoughts and vice versa. What I say doesn't mean it's endorsed by you. And he said, oh, well, having my name in the episode title and just by being on the show, I'm associated with it. That was his excuse for it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry, but it's like the fact that he's so or the fact that the person is so quick to run away from the situation rather than stand up and defend anything, whether it's themselves or you. I'm sorry, but that doesn't come off very well. It's like, no, it you know, doesn't. If, if you're going to try to be somebody with opinions like a musician or a podcaster or whatever it is, uh, why not? Why don't why wouldn't you want to have something to stand on? Like. Why Why wouldn't you want something to defend or something to kind of talk about? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, that's the part that annoys me about that entire culture is the fact, like, trying to shut it. And when I say that culture, I'm talking about the easily offended culture because, right. uh, you know, I'm all about defending the right things. But when you're trying to censor people, that's not cool. Because Yeah. And he was basically is- trying to censor me on my own fucking show. <laughs> that's the wild part. Yeah. So... I was so you're gonna make me edit what I say. It's not like he said something. And he's like, "Hey man, I don't want people to paint me in a bad picture. Can you please edit that out?" It's yeah. something that I said. So uh, this is what I did. I told him, "Hey man, I'll edit it out. Whatever." I asked him what he wanted me to edit out. He also wanted me to edit out a part um, where I because he, he mentioned liking the Clash, and there's literally a local band from Newport Ritchie in up in North Florida in the Panhandle called the black clash you can look them up on facebook they're called the black clash right and so i was like oh man you like the clash you must like the black clash and he's like oh i never heard of them and me and lewis the producer know who black clash is so me and him start giggling it up and we're like they're like the clash but it has a black guy and i i made it adamantly clear that that's how they describe themselves on stage the name of the band is the Black Clash. And they were on stage, and they're like, we're like the Clash, but we have a black guy. And then they start playing. Like, they were, like, self-deprecating humor. You know what I'm saying? Like so I made that adamantly guys. clear. I told them, I was like, self-described as the Clash, but with a black guy. And he told me that I should edit that out, too. Oh, my that God, That that was distasteful. Man. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. So what, what is it supposed to like? Everything is supposed to be some sort of echo chamber and everybody's just supposed to get agree along, and everybody's supposed to agree and we're all supposed to. If he had if he had real fucking balls, he would have and he really felt so so negatively about that shit. He would have confronted me about it right there on the podcast. Say it on the show. But that's the problem, dude. Nobody wants to address the stuff in public. It's always like, no, no, sweep it under the rug. Let's exactly. all show face and let's all like smile in front of the camera. But then like, doesn't that go against the whole point of you being relatable? Like, who, who are you trying to relate to? Like, the, the cookie cutter? Like, I just don't understand. Like, who are you appealing to, man? Who? I, I don't understand it. They're appealing to their echo chamber because yeah. that is what they have is they have their echo chamber. And that's what he was so upset about uh, disturbing was the peace in his echo chamber. And I feel like all their fans are those people. So he feels like if there's any chance that this could fuck this up for him then it's not about me anymore. It's not about being censored anymore. It's all about him and his band and his project and his name, I'm which is fine. That. But then, fuck you. I'm not going to give you a platform. So I just took it down. Yeah, no, I totally feel you, man. I completely feel you on that one. It's I mean, I made it private. It's still there. I can unprivate it whenever I want. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but um, I'm going to probably wait a while before I do that. He'll yeah. never see this. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I deleted him as a friend. That's... Yeah, well, I don't fuck with him anymore. I, 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 it's definitely not a friend anyway. You guys definitely don't see. Yeah, what the fuck, see. man? Yeah. 
Yeah, he he had no consideration for the fact that we sat there and and pieced his episode together and downloaded his music and and put the clips in and did let him get in his his uh promo, you know promotion and and gave him a platform to talk about his music, bro. And he just shunned that to the side and and his image and reputation was more important, even though it had nothing to do with him. That's crazy, yeah, man. People I mean, are suffering as fuck. It's just weird, dude. Like, would it have been so hard for him on the episode to? to bring up a topic like let's talk about people using gay as a thing like wouldn't they have been i would have loved if he did that i would have loved if he did that because the thing is i'm sorry to interrupt you i'm sorry to interrupt you uh but um actually when i said it i kind of knew his mentality going into it so i said oh that's gay or lame whatever the kids say nowadays like i tried to correct myself right but even that wasn't enough for him even though in the moment i kind of you know what I'm saying, but they—they—they're well, they, they, they're, they're never uh, satisfied. No, nah, man. They, you know, they ask you to jump, and then you know they, they, you got to ask them how high. It's, and then you you jump how high they want, and they're like, "Not good enough." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a tough situation, man. But you know what? At the end of the day, I would just say, no matter what you're gonna do, man. If you're gonna have a show, you know, if you're gonna say that you're gonna have a show. And you, you're there to voice opinions, man. It's, it would be better to try to relate to people and, and talk to people that are going to relate to you. Like, why would you want to talk to a bunch of, I don't know, like, why would I want to censor myself and appeal to people that don't think the same as me or or people that don't, I, I just don't understand. It just goes, like, I can't even explain it because it's so bizarre I know what you're me, saying. Like, thinking. I'm editing an episode to please people that would never fucking listen to it. Yeah, or that would be like, you edited that? Like, if you told them you edited... Like, the people that listen to The Throne, like, if you told them you edited it, they'd be like, why? And if someone asks you to be on a podcast, don't you think, like, maybe you check out an episode or two before you go on? And if you listen to any episode of my shit, you'll know that I say the most outlandish, fucking ridiculous shit on the planet. Absolutely. And that's... Like I said, man, uh, that... It's people like that that try to sterilize everything, man. And they just want everything it. to be... You feel it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's people like that that just want to sterilize everything and they just want everything to be the same. The same. You know, and I just, I, I can't, man. I can't. I can't. Shut Up Let's Talk is not like that, folks. Thank it's you so much like for that. joining us on episode 71 of Shut Up Let's Talk, my friend. My God. That was we're, that. Yeah, we're about to. Can I give I'll, a couple plugs real quick? I, absolutely, my friend. Okay. Uh, please tell us. So, where can they follow you, the band, the podcast? Tell All us right. everything, man. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You can follow my band at Unoya the Band on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, our EP, A Minor Setback, and our first EP, The Age of the Eternal Ice Plague, are both on all music platforms from iTunes to Tidal to YouTube to SoundCloud. Um, and you can follow my podcast at the underscore throne underscore podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, the throne podcast. I'm sure we're all linked up here for, uh, on this episode. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, JC Revis underscore is my personal Instagram. Uh, oh, and we have a couple shows coming up. You know, yeah, this weekend. I'm going to be at Beer Punks. We're doing an acoustic set oh, with sweet. Twice the Former and a couple other cool bands. Man, if y'all want to come out that night, man, let me know. It's on a Saturday, uh, not too late. And then the next Saturday, the 16th, Kryptonite Metal Festival. It's going to be a sick fucking show, like 30, 30 bands, 2 p.m. to 3 a.m., nonstop fucking party at Churchill's down in Miami. That's going to be a great night. And then that Wednesday, the 20th, we're at Dive Bar in Fort Lauderdale, right on the A1A, right by the beach. It's a sweet little spot. 
uh, and we're playing with Ears One that night. Awesome fucking metal right. band from the scene. Andy. They just dropped a single, The Passage. Check that shit out. Yes. Uh, Andy of Eras One has also been on the show. Oh, fuck yeah. Andy's great. Uh, shut up. Let's talk fame. Yeah, he's been on my show like twice. Yeah. I've one up to you. <laughs> fuck you. I heard no. him on your show and I got him on my show. I like, stole him. Is that what happened? Yes. Oh, that's exactly fuck what yeah, happened. dude. That's, exactly that's what's what up right there. I was like, well, man, that's a good guest. I was like, I should get him on my show. And I Alizar, reached out to him after that. I can't thank you uh, anymore for having me on the show, man. And if you ever want me back... I would love to come back and do this again. Hey, man, thank you for being on the show, brother. That's, that's as often as part. you want. No, man, it's it's been it's been an amazing time, bro. And it's been a good episode, man. We get on, so it's a Fuck good time. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Thank There's you. So no much pressure for, either. No, not at all, man. Dude, <laughs> trust you, man. Uh, it's all a bunch of fun, and it's cool to actually be able to talk to people that actually do podcasts because it's a different talking experience. It yeah, just is. I, I, I didn't, I've never met anyone else who who hosts their own shit, so it's same awesome here, seeing dude. someone else with the same hustle, bro. <laughs> I agree, man. I feel the same exact way, brother. Anyway, folks, uh, in the meantime, folks, if you guys want to follow me, it's at Alzar Chan. If you guys want to follow the show, <laughs> if you guys want to follow the show, it's at Shut Up Let's Talk all over the interweb, all over the interglobe, the webosphere, the matrix, <laughs> the WWWs. The Ws. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, in the meantime, love, peace, chicken, grease. Look both ways before you cross the street. We will catch you, folks, on the flip side. Bye, bitches. Peace. Did we it. are...